success in the new retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. Damon, Matt, how are we doing this weekend? Doing good. We're getting past that uh, dreaded tax day and uh, actually had my oldest son ask me this week. He's like, it was funny because he filed his taxes by himself for the first time and he got money back and he's like, dad, why why do people like hate taxes so much? I got $4,000. And so, you know, we had that discussion about working the first three to five months of your year. And that all goes to uncle Sam. If you're actually making some money, right? He's, he's working a part-time job and, and doesn't make enough to really pay in. So it seems great because he's not paying anything. He's not paying for, you know, housing, food, nothing. And so it was a, it was one of those, teaching moments to to help him understand uh, the dreaded Uncle Sam. <laughs> I love it. What People complain. I like taxes. The government is giving me my money back. Matt, you often hear that cliche that, and, and tell me if it's true or not, or just like an old wives tale, you don't want to get money back because doesn't that mean that you paid too much throughout the year? Well, I think most of our clients like getting a tiny bit back because then they're not surprised with that check that's due in in April, right? That's mm-hmm. the worst one is when you're like filing your taxes, like, oh my gosh, I owe. That's what you don't want. So I think most of our clients like getting a little bit back. But if you're getting a very large refund, again, you've basically given an interest-free loan to the government for all that time. And you probably should look at your deductions, figure out you know, where you could potentially be a little bit more efficient in what's coming into your paycheck and what you might be able to do with those investments or those extra dollars coming into your paycheck by making some adjustments there. But again, I think any of us would rather have the big refund than the check they have, we have to write. So I get why people kind of get excited about the refund and, and, uh, you know, it's just something that's, you know, it's like the, the annual tradition, right? You expect to have this chunk of money and you're going to go out and buy a big screen TV or something yeah. like that. Right? <laughs> so it's a savings plan for some people. <laughs> I got our CPA called us, me and my wife. And she said, look, I'll be honest. I've got good news and I've got bad news. I said, all right, well, give me the bad news first. She goes, you owe a substantial amount of money this year. I was like, well, that is bad news. What could possibly be good? And she said, well, that means you made more money this year. It's like, well, it doesn't help much, but what can... that because you sold that World Series ring and made a big, big <laughs> chunk of money? Is that what happened? That is my daughter's college fund. So when times <laughs> get really, really tough, you'll find that on eBay. So if your last name is Owens, there's a ring out there with your name all over it. <laughs> what have we learned from this year's tax season? Because I know past couple of years have been haywire with COVID and everything, but I know a lot of people filed extensions, but officially tax day is behind us. What have you learned this season? Well, what I what I hope is the takeaway is that taxes are on people's mind. So one thing that usually happens is our phone starts ringing quite a bit more in April and May because tax season kind of brings this whole idea of, man, Uncle Sam's taking a big chunk. What's that going to look like in retirement? How could I potentially keep more? How could I have a tax strategy in place now that would make me tax efficient in the future? And so when that's on people's mind, then they start calling, then they start taking action. So Damon and I, we do some nonprofit workshops through some of the community colleges and we talk about this topic. And we one of the segments that we talk about is is taxes. And we go through and we kind of lay things out. And we say, look, our, our national debt has gone up $7 trillion. It's not slowing down. Our, we're still spending at a deficit in this country. And so it's increasing every year. If you go and look at the effective tax rate, it's some of the lowest we've seen in 40 years. If you go and look at you know, the tax bracket itself, you know, something where we have, I mean, there's very few times in our history where the tax rates start at 10%. Most of the time it's 15% or higher. So if you go and look at all of these facts and you say, wow, 
you know, if taxes and the debt and all of this, if, if it's not looking real pretty, then maybe I need to be looking at how I'm preparing for retirement. Because unfortunately, most people are putting money into IRA accounts, which they are expecting to take out and pay taxes in the future. But the bad news and the, the crystal ball that we're looking at kind of is looking and saying, well, what kind of tax rates do you think we'll have in this country if our deficit goes over 30 trillion or potentially approaches 40 trillion? Because that's the path we're on. Mm-hmm. And if you're driving around, you're listening to that and going, wow, I, I didn't think about that. If, if our deficit increases by a third, you know, and so we're into these trillions of dollars that we can't even wrap our head around. Do you think it's possible that a politician might look out and say, wow, those baby boomers and those people are retiring, they have a lot of money in tax deferred accounts. Let's figure out a way to possibly tax that more so that we can start you know, paying some of the bills over here. And I think that's a likely scenario. So <laughs> again, have been having those closed door meetings for years now. <laughs> sure. And again, there's things that have happened and there'll be more things that are coming down. But again, I, I go back and I show people, it's like, look, if you go back just 20 years and look at the tax rates. Again, if we go back to the good old days of the late 90s or the early 20s, 2000s, you know, you you would be able to see and go, okay, you know, tax rates were quite a bit higher just 20 years ago. So if that's where they go back to, you could end up paying a lot more in retirement than you ever were paying when you were working. And so, again, if the number on the page when you looked at what you paid in taxes kind of made you sick, what I would be saying is, you know, imagine paying that type of number when you're just living off Social Security and some of your investments. Mm-hmm. And that might be a likely scenario. So we got, again, bottom line is hopefully people it's at the top of their mind, they're thinking about it. And it's now an opportunity for you to take action, because if you don't take action, if you just think about it and you don't do anything about it, then again, the benefit that you could have received that's lost. You know, the problem still exists. You'll still end up paying Uncle Sam. So you must take action. Pick up the phone. Let's talk. Let's figure out some strategies to be more tax efficient. And that number is 480-680-6868. We have a representative standing by right now to talk to you and get you on the schedule at Acute Wealth Advisors. And outside of taxes, people still talking about the market. You know, the market pullback conversations continues on Wall Street. I want you to hear this clip from analyst Gary Katbaum. He tells Fox Business. Look, I think the market's screaming contraction right now. The strongest stocks in the market, food, drug, beverage, tobacco, household products, all the defensive areas screaming contraction going forward, unfortunately. All right. What is a market contraction and how long does it usually last? Well, let me just say this. Uh, you never say that contractions aren't painful. So, <laughs> so yeah, I don't care what we're talking about. We're using the word contraction. I've got a lot of sympathy. There's yep. a lot of pain there. I understand. I wish it was me, um, you know, so uh, I just went back 20 years there. But <laughs> Words of wisdom from Matt right. Deaton this weekend here on Success on the New Retirement. Any female that's had a child knows what a, a contraction is, mm-hmm. and it can be, you know, it's a burst of pain, right, that comes right away, and it's usually preparing for something, you know. Just this last weekend, my nephew uh, had his first child, and his wife went into the hospital with contractions that were you know, seven or eight minutes apart thinking everything was coming and they sent her back home. Right. And they're like, you know, you're not ready. You're not ready for this. And she's like, but it's painful. It's painful. And then she ended up going back in, you know, at two in the morning, you know, that same day and ended up having the baby. And, you know, just like that, you know, the market, we've seen some contractions. We've seen a lot of volatility and some things going on as normally 
preparing for something. Now, it's not always, contractions are not always preparing for a recession. It may be that just the market's trying to figure out what direction we're going based on all the different variables that are that are happening right now. But they they certainly should get your attention. Right. And if you're out there and, and if some of the market downturns have caused you to panic a little bit and get emotional about your investments, that tells me that you don't have a plan in place that you either trust or that you understand what things are going to protect you if the market through these contractions decides to turn into a recession or whether or not, you know, the market, if it, it gets out of this and it's going to go the other direction, what is what are the things there that are going to support your current lifestyle? And the reason that's so important as you approach retirement, because we work with people 50 and older and that's that's your crunch time. This is the time where if the market doesn't do what you want and you're overly invested in that market, meaning you've got too much risk, you're putting a lot on the table to either delay your retirement change the amount of income you're going to have in retirement or really puts you in a bad spot in that seven to 10 years approaching retirement and that seven to 10 years right after retirement. Those are your crunch time where it really matters and having a good plan in place that's going to preserve all of the effort and the money that you've put in to building that nest egg through your working years is going to preserve that wealth so that you have income if the market does go down in, in recession and not lose 20, 30 percent in a few months, but that's also going to be there to continue to grow and support a retirement that might be 20, 25 years. You know, mm -hmm. people are living a lot longer. And so, you know, when we start to take money out of those investments instead of putting it in, and that's what usually happens in retirement to supplement our social security or to provide all the income until we draw social security or pensions. There's so many factors that go into this, that these contractions that are happening, right? should be a wake-up call for everybody out there that's 50 and older, uh, retired or not, to say, I need to make sure I know what my money's doing, that I'm going to be protected either way. Because we only know two things about the market, and that's going to go, it's going to go up and it's going to go down, and sometimes it's fantastic and sometimes it's horrible. But we don't have to ha ride this wild ride and have it be so painful when they come, you know? Using the same analogy, get yourself an epidural to, to help you ride <laughs> ride through it. And that epidural is a good financial or a good retirement plan that helps you weather the storm. Thanks for listening. Want more from Damon and Matt? Check out successinthenewretirement.com. And while you're there, drop us an email with your questions. Investment advisory services offered through Acute Investment Advisory, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through its affiliated company, Acute Wealth Advisors, LLC. Tax and or legal advice is not offered by either company or their affiliated companies. Consult with your tax and legal professionals for guidance on tax or legal matters. The information presented should not be viewed as personalized investment advice. All expressions of opinion are subject to change. We are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.